0: Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Honk your horn, pat yourself on your back, do what you got to do. You made it through another long pandemic week. It is Friday. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show gonna try to keep a smile on your face for the next two hours second hour of the show you definitely want to tune in so if you're driving home now and you'll be home uh and not in the car at seven go inside and do the uh, wsb radio app or amazon alexa it's steve martin's birthday and uh, deborah found the interview i did with steve martin a couple of years ago so it's his 75th birthday so i'm gonna nice. we're gonna replay that also in the second hour we're gonna do never have i ever with russ in gainesville so uh def- i mean if you haven't heard me interview steve martin you want to check it out it's coming up in the second hour.
1: fanboy moments in it?
0: Oh, yeah. Every, I mean, listen, how could I not fanboy <laughs> Steve Martin? Anyway, love that dude. So amazing. Have you seen the comedians in cars uh, getting coffee with him in Seinfeld? I have not. Oh, it's really good. Is it? Okay. Because he talks about, wow, again, way to derail me, Chuck. I this whole show planned. Oh, I'm no, sure no, it was. Just kidding. Um, he... Uh, <laughs> cuz Steve Martin I don't know if you're old enough to to remember his amazing stand-up career. Yeah. Right? He was he just burst onto the scene. He went from playing like small clubs to arenas like this. Like b- groundbreaking stand-up stuff and then he just stopped. And he didn't announce he was stopping. He just stopped. And no one ever really knew what happened to his stand-up cuz then he, you know he did SNL and he did um the movie career, the amazing movie career and directing and uh, theater, playwright but he never really announced that he'd retired from stand up, and Seinfeld gets into that because um, that it's a great check that out. But after after the Mark Hamill show, don't go to Netflix yet. later tonight. Yeah, later tonight. Um, I want to start. I'm I'm a little upset. Uh oh, for a couple of reasons.
2: <laughs> I'm sure they're legit.
0: <laughs> well, this one's. I, don't, I mean, I'm not <laughs> mad, but like I get. In, do you ever get uh, mad when I don't? It's the FOMO, fear of missing out. You ever heard of FOMO? I used to have that. Yeah, I get it sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm really mad that Erickson hasn't tried to convert me to Christianity, <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, well, like am I not good enough? Out? Yeah, like, I just, like, make an attempt. You think it's the carpet cabal from science. Something, yeah, exactly, when they didn't try to recruit George. <laughs> to recruit like, George. Uh, Erickson's proselytizing, <laughs> and I'm like, my, my office is 15 feet away it from is, yours, man, man. Yeah. and he's never been like— did you ever think about—he's never said that. <laughs> so it's like, not that I'm going to join, but, like, make an effort. Sure. Like, there's a, a Jewish it. guy 15 feet from you. You could say, you know, have you heard about the Lord? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, he's never said anything <laughs> like that. So I've, I've, I feel a little upset about that. On a, in a similar vein, everything <laughs> in the news this, this last week has been seemingly centered on—I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mangle the mispronounce, the pronunciation here—Qunan? Yes, I QAnon. Q- get- Q- QAnon, sure. Right. Yeah. So, like, it's uh, again. I know the Cliff's Notes version of what this is. Like, I just know this the periphery of sure what what this is. Um, but no one from QAnon has been like, Aram, come on, like, get in, <laughs> get on board with us. Like, this is legit. No one. And this is like a rising movement. Apparently, I have I have friends on Facebook that are. QAnon supporters, people on Twitter are always talking about it. And no, like, I've got a very powerful microphone. Like, you would think they'd be coming after me, like, dude, here's what's going on, blah, blah, blah. No one's trying to recruit me to that either. So, I guess I'm just not a, a desirable for your club. Whatever clubs going on?
3: You want me to reach out to the community? No, well, that's what I want to
0: do right now. Like I know there's some, and I and I'm being totally serious about this. I know Chuck, you're gonna have your hands full here, but I, I someone I'm not talking to these people. Someone fill me in on what QAnon really is, because all I know is I know the basics, and this is and I'm hearing this from the mainstream media, which sure. I know QAnon doesn't like. Basically, it's someone deep inside the federal government. Again, I could be wrong. This is the this is my. Uh, understanding someone high up in the federal government that is um, working to to get out secrets, deep state secrets, mm-hmm. and try to help President Trump. I think that's what it is, but it might go deeper than that. And I just want to be correct on this. So, I, and I want to have a serious conversation. If you are a QAnon supporter and you know what the movement is about. Unless you're Marjorie Green, call now 404 872 0750 800 WSB Talk. Because uh, listen, obviously, this is a thing, right? I've got yeah. friends uh, from high school on, on Facebook that are fully involved. Like, this is this is their passion now. And I just want to know more about it. And maybe you could try to recruit me. Who knows? <laughs> like, I think I'd be a valuable you just asset. you hear the sales pitch? Is that what you're interested I, in? I'd like to hear. Like, you want to like, just tell them no? Wait, hold on. What's that? I said, do you get a toaster? Or I don't something know. Afterwards? I don't know if I get anything. I said, do you want to just tell them no? You want the no? I want the, I want the spiel. Like, are right, you go to a restaurant? And let's say you you go to uh, give me your favorite restaurant or a favorite restaurant. Ted's Montana Grill. And what do you normally get at Ted's Montana Grill? The bison. The bison filet, fillet, right? Yeah, but you still want to hear the the server tell you the specials, right? No, not really no i do i like hearing the specials like oh, really I, yeah it's a waste of i feel i feel bad for them because i feel like they have to tell me no I, and they're I, like you know the like special to hear for them. today is i like to hear the specials
3: and you know you're not going to yeah i'm it.
0: not going to order it unless I, it's I don't the bison think, fillet i, I don't think in my in life specials. i have ever ordered But I'll, a special. i will stop that like i want to hear the specials but i'll stop them if they're like well it's a uh sand dusted pizza i'm like no no the next one like i won't let them go through the whole spiel <laughs> Like if they're like that's well, more rude than them, well our, them do No, it. I don't want them to go th- like the roasted vegetable platter. That in- no, no, no. Give me the next one. Like, like, but I, I want to hear the special. So, in that vein, let's have a, a, an adult conversation. Tell me what this QAnon is all about, and maybe pitch me. I think I'd be a valuable asset. We're the number you one. rated want, You want to be a valuable asset? I don't know yet. Okay. I need to know the details. All We're right. the number one rated radio show for PM Drive. I, I'm very powerful here. I could push the QAnon agenda to thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands <laughs> of listeners if you get me on board. So so tell me what it's about. Make your pitch, and we'll have some fun on a Friday. And Steve Martin, 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Have any of you guys been, like, recruited to the— QAnon movement? I have no idea what it even is. Are right. is it like Fight Club? Are you even allowed to say? If you are, <laughs> we'll, we'll I, find out. Yeah, I guess All so. right, we'll, we'll find Deborah. out. Somebody let it leak. No. <laughs> no one at the gym was like QAnon.
3: Q- QAnon. No, they're too busy lifting. <laughs> okay.
0: What did you call them? T-Rexes? T-Rexes. Yeah. All right. 404-872-0750 1800 WSB Talk. Let's get to the bottom of this uh growing movement across these United States of America. Tim is up first on the Mark Aram show. Tim, happy Friday, sir. How are you? I
4: am doing great. Happy Friday.
0: What's going? All right, so give me the scoop, man. Give me your pitch. What's going on You know,
4: with this? I'm guessing you probably don't even know the secret to handshake either.
0: I, I, I didn't even know there was one.
4: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, QAnon, are you familiar with the, the Anon? Do you know what the Anon are?
0: Yeah, like uh, the, the anonymous group. The Q is
4: group. Busy insiders. It's not necessarily one person. My understanding is it's a group of people on the inside, also known as the White Hats.
0: So oh, they're working okay. against
4: the deep state. The Anon are the anonymous. So the, the Q Will throw out some type of tidbit, some type of esoteric, some type of um, kind of high-level information uh, that has a lot of innuendos in it, and then the anon will research it and then publish it and talk about it. How and does, it that, how does, how does the there.
0: Q or the white hats? How do they get that info to the anon?
4: Uh, they will post it. So there are a couple of websites where you can go to where Q posts.
0: Okay, don't say there don't say any website names websites. though. Okay, yeah, don't say any website names.
4: But. Uh, that's basically what it is. But you got to know the secret handshake.
0: Okay, so Q is not. So I'm already corrected. So Q is not just one person that's high level. It's a bunch of people high level. That's my understanding. Are yes. there any theories about who these white hats are?
4: You know, they're people high up in the government. I don't know exactly who they are, but there are theories about it. But I would just be speculating if I said anything.
0: And they're here, and their their goal is to help protect President Trump against the deep state. Is that am I getting that part right?
4: Uh, it's not necessarily President Trump, but it's to fight against the deep state.
0: Okay. And the deep state being the uh, the longtime power brokers of D.C. And, and the country, the oligarchs, if you will, the American oligarchs?
4: Uh, I would describe the deep state as the, basically the people that control the world, as in own the Federal Reserve, um, basically put politicians in office. Jews, they're you're saying are the ones Jews. that hire people
0: like AOC. Jewish people is what you're saying?
4: You know, they could be or they could not. But okay.
0: All right. Well, maybe that, I'm just trying to think. Maybe that's why I haven't been recruited. Maybe they think I am part of the, the deep state, that I'm funding all this. You're
5: a Yo Semite.
0: Yeah, I'm a Yo Semite. If you saw my, uh, my bank statement, you would know I'm not a power broker paying bills or anything like that. But all right, so some good info there. Rick, uh, welcome to the show. Rick, what can you fill us in on uh, QAnon?
2: Yes, sir. I'd like to give you everything on it. All uh, right. It was originally named Qanon because of, like the earlier caller said, a man was posting anonymously and just signing his post to Q.
0: Oh, okay. So that's
2: where you get Q anonymous, Qanon.
0: Gotcha. And
2: then the left is pushing it as a Republican conspiracy theory created to protect President Trump.
0: Well, With I don't want to know way. what it what they're. I want to know what it really is. Never mind what what the left is pushing. What what is it really at its base, at its core?
2: It is to try to – it's disinformation. They don't want people to know about the deep state. The deep state – No, no, fact, no.
0: Listen, Rick, I don't want to know what Q isn't. I want to know what Q is. Don't tell me what people are trying to say it is. Tell me what it really right.
2: is. It is a conspiracy theory to, of disinformation – so that you won't believe that there is a deep
0: state. You're not listening to me, Rick. What is Q all about? You're telling me what people against Q are about. What is Q about?
2: Q is about informing the people
0: There we go. Okay. That okay.
2: There is a deep state. Gotcha. And that it is a push for a new world order, you know, no borders, one world government, and them at the top. This began back over a hundred years ago. And was funded by President Woodrow Wilson when he signed the Federal Reserve Act and took the money out of the US Treasury and gave it to the banks to manage.
0: World War 1, Woodrow Wilson, that dude? Yeah, 1913. How about that? All right, Rick some, uh, so we got we after scratching the surface, we got a little more info there about QA I'm building my q and folder here. Literally, I have a folder of q and I want to know all about it and More importantly, why have you not recruited this guy? It might be because of the Yamaka. 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk, still to come on the show. Steve Martin on his 75th birthday, and another legend, Russ in Gainesville. Never have I ever. 404 872 0750, this is The Mark Aram Show. 78 degrees on Peachtree Street, uh, 6 on The Mark Aram Show, back sweat meter. Not bad today trying to get to the bottom of I'm trying to get informed about QAnon what is going on and and why haven't you tried to get me I guess 404-872-0750 Tara's in Lawrenceville Tara welcome to the show
6: you say Tara or Sarah
0: whatever I think Chuck spelled it that's T-A-R-A me? but if it's Sarah oh, okay. then I'll,
6: I'll go with you there that's me um hi I was calling and I the reason why you're not hearing about it is the same reason why I called three times and hung up because I was like, what am I doing? People think you're crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, It is absolutely crazy once you dive into it, but honestly, the whole purpose of it, if you want to get the gist of it, is to, you know, like the others have said, there is the ability, it's circumventing the mainstream media and other sources that are not going to get you this information. So this Q, individual or entity, posts these, you know, list of information there's some dates questions like who did this where was it located why does it matter so then you're encouraged to do your own research and you're finding all this stuff and this has been going on for years i've only started it's like someone told me about it is there
0: I, I i don't have much time here sarah is there something like that you found on your own that's verifiable that q has has predicted or shown or anything like that is there something i can hold on to as as a fact
6: yeah, the, um I was looking at something today, the arrest of Alex Mack for the Nexium, you know, the this cult that was in Hollywood or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few things that will be predicted in advance, but it's not like calling it straight out. You research it, find out, and then if you look back and you go, oh, that's what that meant, and it, it is really interesting. If you want to really dive into it, go to the website, I'm sure someone's told you, and there's Links up top that I just found that say notable deaths, um, key players, etc. So
0: it sounds like I got homework to do, Longoria. Yeah, I'm already That's out. That's what I was I'm already I was not looking for homework. More of your calls, uh, explain to me what QAnon is. That's it. Simple. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm not in the deep state. Hey Atlanta.
7: Andy Cohen, you're listening to the Mark Aram Show.
0: 639, 21 in front of seven. It's Friday, Amen. We made it through another week of the pan freaking demic with you till eight in the PM Monday through Friday on WSB. The Bananas and I. Next hour, uh, I'll replay of my interview with Steve Martin, the comedic legend. Uh, it's his seventy fifth birthday today. Happy birthday, Mister Martin. He listens on the WSB radio app out in, um, I think he lives in Malibu now, Chuck. Confirm that with my uh, my date book. I think his address is now in Malibu. And Russ in Gainesville, who still lives in Gainesville, so that's good. Uh, I'm trying to get more than a peripheral knowledge of this organization, QAnon, which has been in the news lately more and more than ever. Uh, I, I just want to know what exactly it is because I have a very thin depth of knowledge of what's going on. And more importantly, why has no one reached out to me to try to, Get, it, get on board with this. I've got a very powerful microphone. A lot of a big social media footprint. That's what the uh, the suits like to say. Oh, Aaron's got a big social media footprint. I think I would be a valued member of QAnon, if that is even a thing, a member. I don't even know if there's memberships. That's where you come in. Fill me in on QAnon. Keith is in Swanee. Keith, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm
8: doing fine. How about yourself?
0: Excellent. What's going on, buddy? No, nothing much,
8: and I'd like to say uh, Jewish are always welcome to the QAnon movement. Oh, good. Excellent. So you're actually, uh, absolutely welcome. You're Semites. And,
0: <laughs> sorry? Uh, that was just uh, Longoria saying I'm a Yosemite.
8: Yo, Yosemite. And you're also welcome to the Christian movement. So oh, really look at that.
0: Finally, someone, someone approached me on that. What do you know about QAnon, though?
8: This is what I know, and I've only known it from uh, YouTube and what I could research as far as uh, on the Internet, which is— getting little smaller and smaller by the minute as it's being blocked on a lot of on a lot of fronts. Mm-hmm. So QAnon are the people that follow Q. The QAnon people believe in Q and what he says on what they call Q drops. And what you find is a Q drop and it tells you something that may come in the future, something that's happening in the news that the mainstream media is not talking about. Okay. And then when you see it happen on the news, then you, you kind of
0: you know checkmark they got it right on the Q on the Q site. But so Q or the white hats, as that other caller said, they're just dropping hints, right? They're not coming out in flat saying um, uh, John McCain did this and this is why. Nothing like that. It's like hints they're dropping.
8: Yeah. No, it's just it's all kind of cryptic. Okay, but it's all it's all kind of uh, like uh, this is what what to watch for.
0: Now, with That's all due works. respect, again, I don't know much, and I say this, I truly, with all due respect, it kind of sounds like the Long Island medium, you know, like a lady who's not going to give you exact details, but she be like, "Is someone <laughs> here have uh, an aunt named Betsy?" And, and like in like an auditorium, like, "Oh, I have an aunt named Betsy. She passed in '79." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah,
8: I would agree. I would agree to a certain extent. However, sometimes it's really like some. Uh, it's well, Q is supposed to be really high up in the government. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. That's the key. is, like this is like really high-level stuff that most of the people would not know. And then he puts a hand out there because can't say it blatantly. And then it happens. And then you're like, okay, maybe it's maybe it's true. Maybe it's not the, the medium like you're talking about. But gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah it's, what what it's, I'm uh, curious about that that was a great call, uh, Keith. Like who's really high up in the government? Like what is what 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 defines high up in the government?
1: Any number of access, mostly. Yeah. I mean, they'd have... If they're assuming they're getting all this top-level, you know, secrets... Yeah. It'd have to be somebody just
0: with a high-level clearance. Is it Pelosi? Is she Q? That's that's high up there. She's got access. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll have an answer. Steven's in Austell. Steven, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? What up, brother? All right. I see what Q
9: really is. Q is just like the unveiling of the deep state. The deep state is just like a, a... a group of supposed corrupt officials that um have apparently been corrupt for a long time. So, you know, Q makes drops and, like, you know, gives you information that you can, like the other lady said, source yourself
0: and, like, verify yourself. And, you know, a lot of it happens to be true. Gotcha. So is is the deep state kind of like the Illuminati? Is that, is that similar? Could nah. I, no? The deep
9: state is like Hillary Clinton, um, Nancy Pelosi— Um, The ones that push an agenda that supposedly Americans, like everyday Americans, don't really agree with. But, you know, they put the persona up that we do agree with it. And, you know, they push their own. So the deep states are Democrats, basically. Nah, not really Democrats. It's just
0: people pushing a certain agenda. And and that agenda is to line their pockets for more power. What's um, what's the agenda?
9: That, that agenda is to keep everybody in like consumer slavery. Oh, so, all right. So you never, you know, you never
0: start to think by yourself. So apparently, oh, that that was good info there, Stephen. I appreciate it. <laughs> apparently, the deep state is pushing me into consumer slavery, which is why Maya, I'm buying so many baseball cards. It's not my fault. That I buy baseball cards all the time. It's the deep state. Interesting. All right, good stuff. Keep it coming. 404-872-0750. If you'd rather not talk on the radio, I get it. You want to keep a little profile. I'm always on the, uh, the social media. Big footprint, Longoria. Twitter and uh, Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hopefully that uh, RV fire, not the Borts bus. Talkmaster, if you're listening, let me know you're okay. Text me, buddy, on the Piccadilly text line. Trying to get informed about QAnon. Uh, apparently, Debbie says I've been not getting the straight scoop from the previous callers, so she goes straight to the front of the line. Hey, Debbie, how are you?
3: Hey, doing good. How are you, Mark?
0: Excellent. So give me the straight facts on QAnon.
3: Okay, well, this is what I know. I've been following Q for about three years, and... Uh, it's a movement, it's a worldwide movement, and it, what, what the basis is, uh, it started out when Admiral Mike Rogers ran to Trump and said, somebody's been spying on your campaign. Okay, that's when it started. General, uh, Q is actually a group of high-level military, it's not high in the government, it's military. Oh, and okay. Michael Flynn is one of them, Admiral Mike Rogers, I would bet, is one of them, and Trump is Q+. Plus. His handle is Q plus. He knows everything about it.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So, so what they're against is the deep state. Is not Nancy Pelosi. The deep state is the world deep state. The Rockefellers, the royal family, the families that have ruled the world for centuries, and who have put everyone, normal people, into slavery. So, the deep, so what's happening now when Q post? It's not just a post. It's not just a prediction. What it is, is you you can't tell the people the facts of what is really going on behind the scenes, behind the curtain with George Soros. You can't tell them because they wouldn't believe you. So you have to get them to believe it for themselves. And so QAnon is a group of digital soldiers, and they go and research. So Q will ask a question like, why – is it a coincidence that such and such happened? Is this what is this and this? And it, he asked a list of questions, and the digital soldiers go out there on the internet and they find the answers and they post, and those are called the anon.
0: Wouldn't it be easier if, he, if Q just came out and said, "Hey, here's the deal"?
3: No, because nobody would believe them.
0: Well, I you think you'd believe people, them, Debbie. I mean, you've been you've been no, with this no, guy Mark for three listen. years.
3: No, no, no. It's not a guy. I explained to you it's a military operation. Okay, it's you... military planning at its finest. So if Q
0: came out and said something definitively like, this is going to this is gonna happen because of blank, you wouldn't believe it?
3: Well, of course I would believe it,
0: but that's not what he does. But why wouldn't it's... he? Instead of uh, – I appreciate the call, Debbie. And I, I, I'm not throwing water on this. But wouldn't wouldn't – instead of having you race around looking for Pokemon – wouldn't the high level military Q folks give the just say hey this this happened because of this instead of giving you homework to do I don't know I guess it makes you more of a follower if you have to do the work I guess I'm busy enough man well, I understand I am busy and I got 3 I mean, jobs you, you can pay me I mean I'll do some of his <laughs> Tom research Tom is up next on the Mark Aram show Hey Tom what's going on What's going on Mark How are you sir I uh, I'm doing good um uh... How can I help you figure out what you need to figure out? I just, I just want to get a, a deeper knowledge of of Q because this is this is obviously a a rising tide here. Apparently, Debbie says it's global, not just the United States. It is global. Yeah,
8: and uh, I find it interesting. I, I've been a listener of yours for a couple of years now. I moved from another state here, and I've been listening for almost three years, Excellent. a little more than two years. But uh, Mark. I've listened to you talk to the people that have called in about Q. And you I've watched you or listened to you channel the answers that you want because I really feel that you have some knowledge about Q. And, Mark, it's not a conspiracy. And it's funny that today a White House reporter asked the same question, didn't ask who is Q or what's Q. Mm but ask the president about you. And like I said, I've listened to you for a couple years, and I find it very interesting that you
0: would be doing this today. Interesting, maybe I am, Q. We'll find out after the break. I'll let you know definitively. Good call, good call. Bringing you down deep state, elbow off the top rope, bam! Steve Martin as well, and Russ in Gainesville. Russ is not cute. Russ is not cute. 404 872 0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No,
9: I want this town to be near you.
0: Welcome back to the show and a good friday eve to you mark aram here you there it's 707 seven minutes after seven o'clock this is the mark aram show heard monday through friday six to eight p.m on 95.5 wsb atlanta's news and talk uh the whole family basically here today deborah green produces the show longoria the stoic one on the other side of the takeout window oh, oh, low t chuck low A.K.A. Beefsteak Charlie screens your calls. Coming up in uh, four minutes or less, Steve Martin, my interview with him on his 75th birthday. Uh, Real quick, the breaking news sounder, Longoria, because I, I told the folks I would let them know if I'm Q or not. Where
5: is Hector?
0: Not yet. I'm not Q yet. I'm trying to get in. That's why I'm having this conversation. I want more information, and I want to be recruited. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. All right, Chris has been holding on way too long in Lawrenceville. Chris, welcome to the Mark Aram Show, buddy. Hey, uh, happy TGIF, Mark. Right back at you, sir. What's going on?
4: Well, uh, I don't have any real deep insights into the uh, QAnon uh, deep state conspiracy, good old boys, biker gang. Thing that you got, you're discussing.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: But uh, I do think that the scenario that you're kind of presenting here reminds me of the uh, attitude of the late, great Groucho Marx, who once said, uh, I would never consider joining any club that wanted me <laughs> as a member.
0: You're exactly right. You're exactly, But you, it still feels nice to be wanted, though.
4: <laughs> well, there you go.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. And that's... Uh... I think Freud might have been credited with that as well. I Woody nev- Allen did it. Yeah, yeah, Woody Allen did it <laughs> I as well. That. But I think he took it from them. Yes. Lauren is in Ackworth. Lauren, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
10: Hello, Mark. Hey, Lauren. What's up, uh, buddy? Well, I thought I could give you a little information that might. Matt- to grease the skids here and get you to understand a little bit of what's going on. Some of the people tonight have hit on some of the things that are correct, and some of them are way off base. Okay. Uh, I guess we could call this the Cliff Notes version or maybe QAnon for dummies.
0: All right.
10: Uh, Where all this started uh, was back, and it did start on a thing that was a military teletype line and eventually went into what was called... Uh, BBS systems uh, back in the old dial up days and the beginnings of the internet, and then it went into what was called news groups, and today it resides in what's called Reddit. And Q is not a person. Uh, Q was originally a security level uh, within the nuclear format. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also other things that you used to see. That let let me jump in for I have a question
0: for you, Lord. So so Q has, like the previous caller said, Q's been around for three years. You're saying Q's been around for no, longer Q's, than that.
10: Q's been around that I know of for about 30 years.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, that gives it a little more credibility then if it's been around for decades.
10: The, the first thing that I ever know of that ever went across the teletype line that this was associated with was the death of John Kennedy. So that's how long I know of it oh. being around. Personally, I know of it being around since 73, 74, somewhere along in there. Well, that that really makes right. an
0: interesting point, because I was born in 73, which lends more credibility to the fact that I am in Q. Do you who's not in Q, as far as we know? Steve Martin. The legend. That is Steve Martin. Joining us now on the show, um, no other way to put it, he is an entertainment icon, a legend. He is Steve Martin. Mr. Martin, thank you so much for, <laughs> for coming on the Mark Aram Show. It really is an honor pleasure. and a privilege, sir.
11: My pleasure. And... uh. I i spent a lot of time in Atlanta throughout my life. I played a lot of clubs there, shot movies there, uh, and I'm going to be shooting another movie there uh, soon—an um, Ang Lee movie that's going to be sensational, I think.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> Atlanta's kind of turned into uh, Hollywood of the South. That there's a ton of movie stuff going on down here now.
11: Yeah, it's a, well, it's a fabulous place. It really is. Uh, you know, I, I, like I say, I've been—I was there almost. 45 years ago doing
0: wow. shows
11: in a, in a mall. So, <laughs> uh, a long history there.
0: Yeah, our, we have a long history of malls here in Atlanta, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you've got a movie out right now uh, called Home, and uh, you voiced the character of Captain Smek. Is, am I pronouncing that right?
11: That's right. That's right. You you speak with the accent very, very well. <laughs> it's, uh, Captain Smek. And, uh, you know, it's a... Uh, you know, the reason I'm on the radio, uh, even doing it, because it, one, it opened at number one, and it's such a charming film. It's a family, family animated, and it's in 3D. And I had never seen a 3D animated movie before, uh, uh, and I was knocked out. I, I was just the animation is so beautiful, and the richness of the colors and depth. Uh, it was, it was really an amazing experience.
0: Is this is this your first animated movie? Forgive my ignorance. Have you done an animated movie? No, before? I did
11: uh, some voices with Marty Short in a in an animated film called The Prince of Egypt.
0: Okay, Egypt.
11: and it was um, it was for DreamWorks, and, and this is for DreamWorks, so we had a relationship there.
0: The name of the movie is Home. It's a hit movie. It's in theaters now. Uh, doing a, a voice, you know, I, I've done, you know, some voice work, not obviously a Hollywood movie, but is it, is it difficult? Is it different than, I mean, as an actor, how do you approach that? Is it tough to do?
11: No, it's not. It's it's quite a joyful experience because as long as you can stay on the mic, you act it out with your body, you know, you're sometimes in order to get to the levels required of an extreme character like Captain Smeck, you really have to uh, physically. That you know, and walk around the room and dance and uh, make gestures. It's it's very much like like uh, acting in a movie, but also uh, you know as you're taping it, as you they're also rolling videotape, so the animators can look at your body mm-hmm. actions, doing certain lines, and they they reproduce things so beautifully. It's
0: it's amazing. But are you are you in a studio by yourself, or do you have other actors going back and forth with you?
11: do you have the other actors there uh, but you're with the director who's in the room with you and and then there's about 20 people behind glass like uh you know the recording studio and they're the writers and the engineers and the animators and and so it's
0: a group experience Talking to Steve Martin, his hit movie uh, Home is now in theaters. He plays Captain Smek. Uh, it's an animated film. I assume as an actor, one of the benefits of doing an animated film is, you know, unlike maybe Roxanne, where you had to sit and get makeup done every every scene. This you can just walk yeah. in off the street and, and boom, you're rolling. That's
11: true. Uh, you hardly have to warm up, and it's. Yeah, uh, you know, we always would sit before the, before each session. We would sit, and they would show me the, the last work we did animated and you know in a crude version and so you could really uh latch on to the character in a meaningful way because you're seeing it played back to you which you can't really do in a live action movie
0: <clears throat> now do you do you get in a in a movie like this an animated movie do you get some freedom to to ad-lib to to add some lines to you know put a little steve martin into the character
11: yes absolutely uh, we've ad-libbed a lot and red lines different ways and, you know, on each line there'd be like uh, you know, five or six different ways to go with it and you can really let your mind go because they're just, it's just rolling audio tape, you know, it's not costing a fortune
0: And I would imagine and, your uh, your backup as, a, your history as a stand-up comedian helps that, you know, just coming up with stuff off the cuff and, and, and funny stuff that you can interject into a scene
11: Well, uh, actually if, I'd like to say yes, but it's more the right my writing experience that helps me come up with uh you know new lines and fresh ways to look at things so you know uh the performance my history of stand-up is that more helps the performance but the i think my writing history helps the ad-libbing uh you know robin williams was he was writing every time he was ad-libbing he wasn't i i don't think of him as performing he's
0: Thinking on his feet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, the reason I brought up the, uh, the stand-up was because uh, I remember probably the first comedy album I ever listened to was yours. And, oh, thank you. And to this day, I at least once a week, I will mix in a conversation. I said, Sprocket, not Socket. Just, just as, as to see if people are on the same level as I am. Of, of yeah,
11: that was a very uh, esoteric joke. I, I won't explain it. You can explain it off <laughs> the air or something. But uh, and it's funny how uh, a joke that is so abstract is remembered better than a more obvious joke. People think about think about it over time.
0: You know, well, I've, I've stolen that many times. If I had, had to give a speech for, you know, a Kiwanis Club or whatever, and I, I say a line that doesn't do anything or falls flat, or I do a roast and and I, I'll just whip that out. I said "sprocket," not "socket," and then I can <laughs> I can judge the level of intelligence of the uh, of the audience. So, yeah. f- for you, sir, I thank you for for allowing me to steal that line for these many years. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Uh, Steve Martin uh, joining us now. He is uh, he is Captain Smek. You are Captain Smek. The uh, it's a three D animated movie. I, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Steve. I don't think I've ever seen a three D movie, period, let alone an animated three D movie.
11: You know, I have never seen a three D animated film. I'd, I'd seen uh, um, was that movie? Was it Avatar? Yeah, and uh, and I, I really enjoyed the three D. But seeing an animated film in three D is a real experience. It, it, you know, if I were five years old, I, I, I it would just blow my mind. It's <laughs> just, uh, it's so colorful and rich, and the characters and the expressions of the characters, and you get right in there. It's just, it was really beautiful. It was, it was uh, in the old days we would have said it was like an LSD experience.
0: <laughs> Gorgeous. Absolutely. Well, listen, Steve. Thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck on this. Uh, do you ha- do you have any other? Uh, you said you were filming a movie. but well, anything else coming out we can look forward to?
11: Uh, I'll have a, a musical opening on Broadway uh, in this year, ne- end of this year or next year.
0: Excellent. And is that with Edie Bruckell? Yeah. Is it something that you wrote or something you're starring in or both?
11: No, I'm not in it. We wrote it. Edie and I wrote. Uh, it's called Bright Star, and we wrote it.
0: Edie Bruckell of the New Bohemians. That Edie Bruckell? Right. That's amazing. That's fantastic. All right. uh, Well, you have a music. I was going to say, hopefully, she did the songs, but you have a musical background too, so I'm I'm sure you helped. Yeah, we both wrote
5: the songs.
11: We, uh, you know, uh, she writes the lyrics, and uh, it's. We have a good good working relationship. We've done a lot. We we have another album coming out
0: too. Oh, fantastic! Another issue. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll look forward to that. And if you're ever in Atlanta, I would love to take you to a mall again and revisit your past.
11: Okay, that'll be great.
0: It's All right. Deal. Follow him on Twitter, by All the right. way. It's at Steve Martin to go. Steve, thanks so much for joining us. Happy seventy-fifth for a fifth birthday, Steve Martin. All that stuff you talked about is in the past, by the way. Don't try to go to the movie theater. And I think that interview was from three years ago. Bomb, bum, bomb, bum, bum. All right, I'm going to come back, take a couple more cue calls, then... What else, Deborah? Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Yep. Oh, what a Friday night on the Mark Aram Show. Chuck just put his face in his hands. He's done. 404 750 Back after this. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 725. Griffin joins us in coming. Griffin, thanks for hanging on, bud. What's going on?
7: Hi, I just wanted to say... Uh, Debbie, I thought Debbie made, I thought she uh, described it well, mm-hmm. And but there was a couple people uh, before that were talking about the deep state and stuff like that. For my, for what I understand on the deep state, you know, and what, what I think most people think it is, it's not just Democrats. It's not, you know, a Republican Democrat thing or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's people involved and even... Say Oprah and Tom Hanks and Ellen and I think a lot. Some of the stuff that's kind of becoming more public now. I don't know if you've heard any of that. I don't know if I will say it on air or not. But uh, it's not just you know politicians or anything. They're definitely a part of it. but It's, it's the a lot people of, that
0: want that are in power and want to stay in power. Is probably the best way to say it, right?
7: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, also, food insecure college Colin, co- college kid calling again. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Put some food in your belly, Griffin. Put some food in your belly. Chuckle, pay. Drew's in Smyrna. Drew, welcome to the show.
7: Hey, how's it going, Mark? What Thanks up, for Drew? Taking my call. Thanks for taking my call, Mark. My Can pleasure. You hear
0: me? Yeah, you're on, buddy.
7: All right, great. Hey, just want to clarify a couple things. One, Q is not some big redneck biker gang. It is a people that have critical thinking skills that want to think outside of the box. For the record, I asked, never
0: said that. I, I, I never said anything. No, no, I just, okay.
7: The, the other caller did. <laughs> All and, right. and the other thing is you asked, why don't they just tell us? Well, if we just listen to what they tell us, and that makes us sheep, why did we go to war in 9-11? We were told weapons of mass destruction. Did we find anything? Nope. Okay, so if we just listen to what they tell us, where does that lead us to?
0: But but if you but if you believe Q so so much, I don't know. Maybe that's why people know that I'm lazy and I'm not going to do homework. Maybe that's why the the Q has been like, all right, Aram's Aram's not cut out for this. He's be They've, a heard bad They've
1: heard prep for the show. <laughs>
0: <He's right now. laughs> yeah, you're right. So all right, so I get it now. I get why no one's recruited me to Q. I I don't I just don't have time for homework. I can't research stuff on myself. Debra can do it for me. She does the research, so recruit recruit her. Um, I'm recruiting two contestants right now, Chuck, to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. That's coming up next after news, weather, and traffic.
5: Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mark...
0: Welcome back, Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show, the bananas and I. You're back and call till 8 in the p.m. Thank you for spending part of your evening with us we're gonna get back to the phone calls in just a second but uh, Friday new staple on Friday uh, what's quickly becoming America's favorite game never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville I've been everywhere, man. it's never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville he is a local legend he joins us uh, pretty much daily in the mark here I'm he's our buddy Russ in Gainesville what's going on Russ hey mark you know it's the funniest movie in history the jerk, jerk, Steve Martin. I like three amigos, too. I mean, the, Steve oh, Martin's uh, family. What is it? Parenthood? That was a good one. Yeah, uh, Parenthood, father of the Bra. Father of the Bra. I mean, he's just awesome. He's no Russ in Gainesville, but he's awesome. All right, so here's <laughs> the game. Uh, we only have one contestant. Is that right, Chuck? No one's confident in their Russ in Gainesville knowledge. So Kyle is going to play Longoria in Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Okay. What's going on, Kyle? Uh, not much. Just hanging out here in Jefferson. All right, buddy. Appreciate you calling in. You're taking on Longoria, Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. I'm going to say something. You have to guess whether or not Russ has actually done such a thing. Get it? Yep. All right. Has I'm Russ ever cooked Thanksgiving dinner, Kyle? Has he ever, Russ gone into the kitchen and cooked a turkey and taters and stuffing and dressing? Has he done that?
5: I would think so because I know he likes his, likes his mom and dad a lot. I would think that he's helped out on Thanksgiving. Dinner all right,
0: before. yeah, a little broad. Russ, you ever cook Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, not the full dinner. I've helped. All right, I'll give I'll count? give Kyle credit. Yeah, that counts. What's your favorite uh, part of Thanksgiving dinner, Russ? By the way, I would say the turkey. The turkey. All right. I'm a mashed potatoes guy, Longoria. What about you? Mashed potatoes yeah. all the way. Chuck, what about you? Stuffing. Did your mom used to make you go pick the salad for Thanksgiving dinner? Go no, out into the do, field. I do, I do <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never have ever with Russ in Gaines. Russ in Gainesville. Uh, Longoria has uh, Russ ever crashed a wedding? Has he ever been a wedding crasher? I'm gonna say no. No, yeah. Russ in Gainesville. I'm gonna say yes. Russ, have you ever crashed a wedding?
7: Absolutely. That's a great place to pick up chicks. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: exactly <laughs> right. I, I would. I would as imagine Russ has crashed many a wedding. Up at uh, the uh, several, yes. the Gainesville Pavilion up there. I right, never have I ever with Russ in <laughs> Gainesville. Kyle and Jefferson, has uh, Russ ever returned an item of clothing that he wore? So he, like, bought a fancy yes. new shirt to go out and then put it on and then brought it back and got his money back? Absolutely. You, you say yes, absolutely. Russ, you ever returned of an item of clothing that you'd already worn?
7: Hey, you can go buy a suit at Walmart. <laughs>
0: work to a job interview and take it back Monday. So that's a yep. yes. So that's a yes. <laughs> yes. Good job. Kyle knows Russ very well. All right, Gloria has Russ in Gainesville. Ever bought himself a happy meal from McDonald's? You know, they're supposed to be for kids. Has he ever bought a happy meal from McDonald's? Yeah, I think so, cuz they're pretty I mean, uh, they're pretty cheap, so. you think he did it for, for the toy or the the No, I think price? for the price of the meal. Right. Yeah, yeah. Russ, you ever bought a happy meal? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and not for one of your girls, for you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. all right. Well, I'll do two of them, one for me and the girl. My ex used to do that. <laughs> I'd be like, there's no kid in the car. They're going to be like, what are you doing? They would never cared. Yeah, all I right. Know. Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Russ, uh, has Kyle ever, or Kyle, has Russ ever made a duck face when taking a selfie? <laughs> what do you think, Kyle. I would hope not. Yeah, I don't think so, Russ. First off, do you know what a duck face is, Russ? I don't. That's a explain a duck face, Deborah.
3: It's when you do like pouty kissy lips to the yeah, camera. Yeah, like
0: I know there's a, <laughs> Push there, out. There's this one person I know on social media. Every single picture she posts, she like sucks in her cheeks and does the pouty duck face. Like <laughs> really? to, I'm not. No that. one you know. But it's it's like what I mean every picture and you see her in person you're like you've got big chipmunk cheeks why do you you know anyway uh, what do you think Kyle has he ever uh, done the duck face no. thing you said no, no. Uh, Russ you ever done the duck face thing no I don't think so yeah I don't think so I, have you ever even taken a selfie
7: yeah sure absolutely
9: sent them sent them to us
0: not selfies no. really well I guess yeah he's taking selfies all right Longoria never ever with Russ in Gainesville has Russ ever fallen asleep and woken up somewhere else.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a quick
0: answer, yeah, without a doubt. Russ, you ever fallen asleep and woken up somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, last night. Oh, hey, oh, hey. How's the new oh, apartment going? Down by down the man. way. <laughs> what? How's the new apartment going? Everything good? Yeah, it's it's a it's a little house. It's not an apartment. Oh, a little house. I'm sorry. That's right. We yep. gotta get a All house for a gift. All right, Kyle for the win. Never <laughs> have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Has Ref ever uh, Russ ever? Blamed flatulence on an animal. So has he ever blamed his fart on a dog? What do you think?
5: If he's own dogs, then yes. I would say yes.
0: All right. I think Russ's own dogs. Russ, you ever blamed a fart on a dog? Uh, horses, not dogs. All right, animal. We'll take that. Yeah, that works. All right. Kyle gets the point. Final score of Never Have I Ever, Deb Green.
3: Kyle four, Andrew two.
0: Oh, Andrew. Kyle knows Russ and Gainesville more than, uh, more than, well, Longoria. uh, Russ real quick. What are your plans this weekend, boy? Hey, by the way, th- Kyle, thanks for playing, man. No
9: problem. All
0: right. We'll, we'll get you back on when we have, uh, prizes to give away. Uh, wh- real quick, Russ, what you got this weekend? I don't
7: really have any plans. Um, you know, Corally, she called me 20 times yesterday begging me to come get her. I'll probably – and I kind of screwed her up, so I'll probably better go get her.
0: Yeah, I would go get yeah. Corally. She's an oldie but a goodie. All right, Russ, yeah. have a great weekend. Be safe, wear a mask, and uh, brush your teeth, buddy.
7: Thanks a lot, Mark.
0: All right. Uh, Russ in Gainesville. A couple of weeks ago, folks, you might remember during the WSB uh, 20th Annual Carathon benefiting the Affleck Cancer Center Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, I did a, a little auction where I invited – 10 listeners, if they donated $999, uh, they get to come out and have dinner with me. My friends at the Buckhead Life Restaurant Group were nice enough to, uh, to take care of that. Uh, so I'm very happy to have from Buckhead Life, Captain Rick and Nico. Nico, welcome back to the show. How are you, my friend?
1: I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me back.
0: That was very cool for you to do for the kids. I really appreciate it. I know the listeners are stoked. We're going to come to a Buckhead Life restaurant and uh, and, and and just have a great time. And I'm glad we can go back now because, you know, the, the Buckhead Life group is up and running. Tell the folks where we stand right now with, with all of the restaurants.
1: Yeah, so the restaurants are, are up and running. And we are providing you with the safest dining experience anywhere. Quite frankly, I don't think there's a safer place to be than what, inside of one of our restaurants, uh, having a dinner or having a lunch. Now, when you leave the restaurant, I can't help you.
0: But while you're in the <laughs> restaurant, that I can tell you. Understood. Yeah, I went uh, I went uh, two weeks ago to the fish market. It was a great experience. I'm very excited. I have not yet been back to Kima since the pandemic, and, and I might not recognize part of it. You got a little, uh, a little redo over there.
1: Yeah, we have a redo at Kima. It looks beautiful. It's a little more of a casual feel in our dining bar dining area and we have a wonderful outside garden area too that's been an extension to the patio because a lot of people are wanting to dine outside and this is providing them with a really fantastic dining experience on the patio and in the garden.
0: Yeah, that's been my experience, too. If, I, if I'm if i given an option these days, if I do go out to a restaurant, I prefer outdoor seating. So it's nice that you've increased the outdoor seating there. And uh, something else that's popped back up from yesteryear, uh, the Gold Rewards e-card. I know about the uh, beautiful gift cards you guys always have, the uh, the Ultimate Dining Card, but what are the Gold Rewards eCard?
1: Yeah, so this is a program that we just started, and we're really excited about. And we are emailing and texting people a link that once they sign on, they will receive an eCard, which is basically a virtual gift card that's worth $15. It's gold, and it's valid at one of our restaurants for the month, and this is something we're very excited about because it's going to be very accessible we're going to be able to deliver it to people you know right to our website and sign up to receive one of our gold e-cards and it'll be uh, a great way for you to introduce you to one of the restaurants if you haven't been or have you back and uh, provide you with that 15 dollar reward and it that price could change we'll we'll wait and see
0: yeah but that that's a great way to limit the contact right instead of the physical gift card you got these e-gift cards the gold e-cards and and that way you're not, you know, passing the gift card back and forth, and, and, you know, especially during the corona times.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the e-card, you know, going touchless on every different aspects of the dining experience is where everything's headed these days. Um, and so the e-card fits right in with that. And then even at the restaurants, we have the pay-at-the-table devices. We're getting into the disposable menus. You know, everybody's – all the servers are in masks, the managers, the bartenders. The tables are spaced out. You know, there's uh, social distancing in the bar areas. Uh, We have sanitizer everywhere. Everybody's being temperatured from the staff standpoint and so the e-card fits right in with the uh, all the precautions that were taken in terms
0: of providing everybody with a very safe dining experience if anyone's gonna do it right during the pandemic it's my buddy Nico and the Buckhead Life restaurant group excellent and now Captain Rick from uh, the Buckhead Life restaurant group captain because uh, Rick you are the main seafood man when it comes to all the Buckhead Life restaurant groups Uh, what a great job how'd you wind up with that gig
5: well I've uh, been with the company since the inception and about uh, 25 years ago, Pano came to me and said, um, you know, Rick, I want you to do this. I said, okay. I've been 25 years learning about seafood, and I'm still learning about seafood every day. But uh, it's been a, a great experience. Listen, and I think it adds a, a tremendous amount of value to the company.
0: Oh, I mean, listen, you're talking to a seafood lover. I uh, grew up going up to Maine during the summers, Cape Cod. I'm a seafood fanatic. And uh, you treated me a couple weeks ago to a flight of lobster dishes at the Atlanta Fish Market, amazing lobsters. I mean, in season now. Why, why do you have so many, and why are they so delicious right now?
5: Oh, I mean, just everyone wants to come out and and eat lobster and king crab and just enjoy themselves, and and that's what we have this week alone. In the middle of the pandemic and the middle of August, I, I purchased over 800 pieces of live lobsters just for uh, chops at Atlanta fish market here.
0: Wow. And now during the pandemic, are you still uh, allowing folks to buy fresh seafood from you and they can prepare at home? Is that still something that's going on during the COVID times?
5: Yes, definitely. We have the uh, Panos food shop downstairs at the Atlanta fish market that is always available for guests to come in. And we always have Plenty of uh, fresh seafood portioned and ready to take home and different uh, size
0: prepared dishes and lobster as well. Captain Rick from the Buckhead Life Restaurant Group on the Mark Arab Show. Name for me real quick, Rick, an underrated seafood item, like something that people should love that's not as popular as it is. Well, what do you think about that?
5: I uh, One of my uh, favorite fish is halibut, and that, um, that fish is just like a combination of um, sea bass and grouper to me, and it just has such a great texture and flavor. That would be one I
0: would think that um, a lot of uh, guests would love. I, if my mom's listening, she's smiling right now because she was way ahead of the curve. She was cooking halibut 40 years ago, so she's she's very happy to hear you say that that halibut is is a great fish. Uh, again, uh, Captain Rick, thanks for your uh, hospitality. Thanks for your generosity, and uh, I look forward to folks uh, coming back to see all of my favorites at the Buckhead Life Restaurant Group and get that special gold e-card, the gold rewards e-card at uh, BuckheadLifeRestaurants.com. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, much. And now I'm hungry, but luckily we only have one segment to go, and then we're out of here. Mary and Alpharetta, hang tight. We'll get to your call next. I promise we'll get to your call next uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. We made it, folks. Last segment of the show uh, at the end of the week. Mary is going to close things out for us in Alpharetta. Mary, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the program.
12: Sure. Hi, Mark. Hello, Doc. Um, I don't know anything about Q, but I have a great uh, memory of Steve Martin. Okay. So he came to town, and this was in the late 70s, so you weren't born probably, but um, there was a place called the Great Southeastern Music Hall. And this was this awesome place. We all sat on the floor. You bought beer in a bucket, and not bottles in a bucket,
0: yeah, yeah. beer in a bucket. <laughs> Where was this located, Mary?
12: Oh, gosh, I think it was in uh, something that used to be uh, Broadview Plaza. Okay. Anyway, there was a Kmart. I mean, he really did play in some places. <laughs> there was a Kmart in the shopping center, and this and this um, Southeastern Music Hall was in the corner of this shopping center, uh, strip mall-type place.
11: Mm-hmm. Uh,
12: anyway, so he did a great show, and at this time he was always showing up on Saturday Night Live. So he was just so well-known. It was so cool because this is a real small venue so after he did this fantastic show he takes us all out into the parking lot. We are standing in front of a closed Kmart in the at midnight mm-hmm. and he does another whole just another whole show for
0: us. Amazing. Whoever, whoever Mary, is. I got to run because we're out of time but thank you so much for that story. Steve Martin, amazing dude. Star of the show long ago.
6: And now are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show?
0: We'll give it to Russ. We'll give it to Russ in Gainesville. Russ deserves a little something, something. Uh, that's it. That's the week. Cheryl Castro's here. It means I can go home, eat some eat some food. Uh, we will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Air, Facebook Mark Air WSB. Thanks to all the folks out in queue there, Give me some uh, some stuff to chew on over the weekend. I do appreciate it. Uh, we got a big uh, lineup of shows next week, so have a good weekend. Be safe. Wear a mask. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
5: Go to sleep, you little baby.